0: Ooh, welcome to the second episode of this series, five part series all about self love and exactly why self love is the unexpected answer to your prayers if you're looking to find love and it's just not happening for you. Inside this episode, I'm going to walk you through step one of the Loved Up Effect, your very first step in creating the deep transformational self love that will get you into your dream relationship. It makes it inevitable, done deal. Let's get into the episode now. Welcome to the Loved Up Effect podcast. I'm Emily Bucknell, your dating and self-love coach, here to get you from single and feeling unloved to completely loved up and in the relationship of your dreams. If you're a smart, successful, genuine woman who simply wants to have a loving relationship of your own, but no matter how much you want it or how hard you try, it just isn't happening for you, then you are in the right place. Not only am I here to answer your biggest and most frustrating questions when it comes to dating, love, and relationships in a way that no one else will, inside this podcast you're going to learn exactly why self-love is the fastest and most empowering way into your dream relationship. Welcome to the Loved Up Effect. Let's get into today's episode. So welcome to episode number two in this five-part self-love series where you're going to learn exactly why self-love is the fastest and most empowering way into your dream relationship. So in the previous episode, I walked you through why continuing to follow mainstream dating advice is like literally only going to keep you stuck where you are. First of all, because it's generic action like your dream love. Let me just say is anything but generic, anything but generic. And there are an infinite number of ways that love can come into your life. And it's going to come into your life in a way that is entirely unique to you. So therefore following generic advice, like, okay, I have to be on this app and not that app. I have to be online dating. I need to be going to like upmarket grocery stores, the gym. I have to be saying yes to every invitation to go out and looking my absolute hottest every time I go out, you know, taking all that kind of generic action is literally the same as like throwing spaghetti at the wall and hoping like hell it sticks. Also, mainstream dating advice, number two, it erodes your self-love. Like it is toxic advice because at the core of it, like the message is, the message from mainstream dating advice it's all about telling you that you have to look and act in a certain way. Like you have to take specific action in order to have someone love you. You know, you have to look, you know, how men want you to look. You have to be attractive, wear red dresses on first dates, don't initiate contact, be in your feminine energy. There's this whole, like, this is what you have to be in order to be loved. And when you actually follow that advice, whether or not you realize it, It's literally, you're telling your unconscious mind, you're telling yourself that you are not good enough to be loved as the person that you are. It's like, I have to be doing all of these things in order to be loved. And then that's exactly what you experience. You know, you experience if I'm not okay and I'm not good enough to be loved as I am, because what you believe about yourself is always gonna be what you experience. And we're diving into the nitty gritty of this um, inside the next episode, exactly how this works in your unconscious mind. On the other hand, though, the more that you love yourself, like love yourself at the deepest, most soul level, then the more likely and inevitable it comes, becomes that you're going to have your dream relationship. And this is exactly why self-love is the unexpected, most awesome and ultimate win-win answer to your prayers. Like if you're someone and you've been sitting around for the last you know, however many years being like, what do I need to do to find love? This is literally it. It is the biggest win-win as well. So before we continue, I just want to make sure really quickly that you've taken the self-love assessment that I created for you. So that was in the previous episode. I'll put the link in the show notes um, on on this episode as well. Um, But this self-love assessment is really going to help you understand this powerful connection between self-love or a lack thereof and having your dream relationship and how this is at work right now in your love life. So there are seven really super quick questions for you to answer that are going to show you which stage of self-love that you're at. So there are three stages that I have. So this the first one self-love say what, and that is for all of you that are totally new to self-love and this idea that it even influences, you know, your relationships and love life and your life in general really. Um, step or stage two is sort of self-loving. So you have this kind of idea and like, yeah, I get that self-love is there. You may be someone who's like kind of trying to be more self-loving, but there are so many misconceptions out there about what self-love actually is. Um, a lot of them are not all that helpful. So you may be doing that kind of thing and you're not really getting any results or so nothing's really changing in your love life at all. Um, and then number three, stage three is completely loved up. And at this stage, yeah, you know, you got a firm handle on what self-love actually is like this deep transformational self-love that I'm talking about. Um, but it hasn't really translated into you having that dream relationship. And on that, it's so important to have this kind of conversation and sort of pre-warn you, I suppose (laughs) that self-love is a never ending journey. It is literally a never ending journey. There's always another layer to discover, um, And it continues like there isn't that kind of destination where it's like you can tick the box off and say, yes, I'm super self-loving. And that is it. I don't need to focus on this anymore because even when you have the dream relationship, you know, then there's something else you want in in life. Like maybe it's the family or it's the different career or it's deepening the relationship that you have with your partner, whatever it happens to be. Self-love is always going to be the thing that gets you to that next place. And it always involves finding that next layer of self-love. So if you're someone and you have been doing work on self-love, so helpful. And actually for everybody doing this self-assessment, so insanely helpful. Because from here on out, when I start, when we're going to start diving into what the three steps of the Love Up Effect are all about, um, then you're gonna start to realize, okay, this is what I need to focus on. So I really want you to be aware of that as we move from this point forward in this series, really kind of keeping that awareness and that curiosity about like, does, how does this apply to me? This, is this like hitting that kind of nerve where it's like, oh, I think I need to focus on this or I know that that's happening or I know that I'm experiencing this in my love life um, because literally I can tell you from what you're experiencing in your love life where you need to focus in on self-love. Um, and it's different for us all, you know, we're all going to have an element of all three aspects of the loved up effect or the steps that I'm going to be talking about, like to focus on. Um, but then it's about pulling out what specifically for you um, is really going to get you forward into where it is that you want to be. Um, so if you haven't done the assessment already, make sure you hit pause, go to the link in the show notes. And get it done, and then totally reach out to me on Instagram, send me an email, whatever works for you, um, and let me know what you got. So many people have already done that, which is absolutely epic. Um, so in the previous episode, also, I walked you through the insane transformation that I experienced, really in all aspects of my life. Like, although the big one was turning around, like eighteen years of struggling to find love, to meeting my husband. Um, and as well, I walked you through the similar transformations that so many women have experienced in working with me in the last five years, and in going through the Loved Up Effect framework, you know, which is how to create the deep transformational self-love that I'm all about, like three steps, literally to take you from single and feeling unloved, um, and feeling loved up and in your dream relationship. So obviously, you're here listening to this podcast because you want to have a similar experience, like. You're sick of feeling awful about yourself, sick of feeling awful about your life because you don't have the relationship. You know, you're sick of putting your heart and soul into trying to find love and never having it go your way. You know, you want to end that struggle, the pain, the fighting, and just have the beautiful, easy, simple, uncomplicated love. Like, how good does that feel? Just even saying that. Um, So inside this episode, I'm going to start breaking down exactly how to do that. How to have your own glorious love life transformation by creating the deepest, deepest, and most soul-shifting self-love. Before we continue, though, I want to stop for a second and check in with the thoughts that are coming up for you when I talk about those kinds of transformations. (laughs) Because I know a whole bunch of you, probably, like, I'm going to say, like, 95% of you have that voice that says, okay, yeah, whatever. That's great for them. That is so great for them. They've got these big transformations. How amazing. But let's be real. It ain't going to happen for me. You know, and you've got that voice that's saying like, don't get your hopes up, you know, that they have this going for them and you've got all these things going against you. You know, it's not going to turn out that way. If I go down this path, it's just going to be more disappointment. So what I want to remind you is that I'm what I'm talking about here is self love. Like it's working with the way that the universe works. So I want you to know that as long as you're a human being with a functioning brain, then everything I'm saying applies to you. You are not the exception to this. You are not the exception to this. You are not the exception to this. This works for you. If you're a human being with a brain, self-love will change your life. The truth is that if you have the desire to have your dream relationship, then 100% it's meant to be yours. Otherwise, you wouldn't have the desire. So these thoughts that you have, These thoughts that you have where it's like not, it's great for them, but it's not possible for me. I want you to start to see this as simply evidence of the not so self-loving beliefs that you have right now in your unconscious mind. These beliefs that are running the show, that are creating the reality that you're experiencing and keeping you stuck exactly where you are, because what you believe will always be your reality. So if you're saying that's, I'm not going to have that kind of transformation here or all the reasons why it's exactly what you're going to experience. You know, and I really want you to see this too. It's not particularly self-loving to be telling yourself that you won't find love, is it? You know, think of it this way. If your best friend was single and she wanted to have her dream relationship, would you ever tell her that it wasn't possible for her and then list out all the reasons why? Like, no, that is awful. Yet this is what we do to ourselves all too often. So I hope you're starting to see what I mean, that there's so much happening within you, especially when it comes to the programming of your unconscious mind, you know, which controls like 95% of what you think, how you feel, how you respond, the actions that you take, you know, and you aren't aware that this is happening. It's unconscious, you know, it's like that iceberg, you know, there's this tiny little bit that you're actually aware of. And then there's this huge, all this stuff happening underneath the water in your unconscious mind that you aren't aware of, especially in relation to how you see, see yourself and how you feel about yourself. And all of this is having an insanely profound effect on your love life and how easy or hard it is for you to have your dream relationship. So rewiring your unconscious mind to create the deepest, most transformational loving relationship with yourself is what we do inside step two of the loved loved up effect. And that's what we're going to be talking about in the next episode. Right now, though, we're gonna start focusing on step one, which is called release yourself. And this is where the deep self-love that I'm all about starts with. And it's all about taking care of how you feel. Taking care of how you feel, which is a must in any relationship, isn't it? So I wanna remind you that you are in a relationship with you, and this is the most important relationship of your life. This is the only relationship that you will have for your entire life. This is the only relationship that you're in and you're with yourself 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You know, how you feel about yourself, it determines the quality of relationships that you have because you literally teach other people how to treat you by the way that you treat yourself. You know, it determines the kind of quality of relationships that you allow into your life. Like if you feel crappy about yourself, you're going to be letting in all the crappy relationships. When you start feeling better about yourself and you're taking care of how you feel, you'll be less likely to let those relationships in. So imagine you're at work right now. Yay. (laughs) Imagine you're at work and you've got this like big presentation that you have to do. And you do this presentation, but it just like it, the whole of work and your career feels like it rides on this presentation and it does not go to plan. Like it just you're stumbling over your words, like the reaction that you want to have isn't happening. And it's just like awkward as all hell. <laughs> it's just like cringeworthy. This is not going well. So you end the day like, like you know, those thoughts start popping up where you're like, oh my God, that was absolutely horrible and I did terribly and what kind of impact is this going to have on my career and my job and my this and the, that, like it's just one of those days where you're like just disappointed in yourself. Imagine that you're also in a relationship with someone and you go home to this person and then he doesn't ask you how your day was, you know, and you're clearly like not feeling very great. You're like just not very well. <laughs> But he doesn't really even notice, doesn't ask how your day was, you know, when you talk about it, he changes the subject. And eventually when he does listen, he tells you like, you know, starts to agree with you and says, you know what? Well, it sounds like you did stuff up. You know, you should be feeling disappointed about yourself, you know, and then starts listing all the ways that you could have done better. What an awful freaking partner, right? Like this is not your dream guy. But isn't it interesting very interesting how we have all these expectations on people outside ourselves to be kind and loving towards us. It's like, yeah, I want to have a relationship where I have a day like that. And then this is how he responds. He's kind and he's loving and he tells me I did okay and gives me the kind of comfort and compassion and empathy that I'm looking for. You know, we have all these expectations on people outside ourselves to do that for us. Yet so often what I explain that partner is doing is exactly what we're doing to ourselves. So let me just say again, you teach others how to treat you. And most of us have spent our entire lives ignoring or stuffing down how you're feeling. Like, Don't feel the hurt, the anger, the disappointment, the frustration. Like, Distract yourself from sadness, blaming, criticizing yourself for the way that you're feeling, like overthinking about all the ways that you stuffed up, you could have done better, you should have done better. You know, so that we get to this place where we're just carrying around this lifetime of heavy, heavy energy, this truckloads of emotional crap that honestly right now it's weighing you down. It's keeping you stuck where you are, you know, in this love life that you're not loving and where you don't want to be. So I'm going to walk you through a bit of an exercise at the end of this episode. But even now, like even now, just start to bring awareness to how you're actually feeling, to what it is that you're carrying around. To how exhausted, soul-destroyed, stuck, stagnant, dull, weighed down you feel. Self-love, like the kind of self-love that I'm about, is about being really raw and honest about this. How you really feel at the deepest level. You know, getting clear about what it is that you're holding on to that's pulling you down and pulling you away from love. And then taking action to heal, to clear and to release it all. You know, just like a hot air balloon, you have to let go of all of this weight to rise. So when you don't have this awareness of what you're holding on to, you know, when you're not taking action to release it, you're not taking care of how it is that you're feeling and you're not doing this daily, then you're going to be at a place where you're feeling really unloved, alone, invisible, like no one could care less about you or will ever care less about you. You're going to get triggered really easily by things like, you know, your friends announcing their engagement, seeing your ex in a new relationship, you know, the comments that your family might make about the fact that you're still single. Because where you're at, your energetic vibration, and we'll talk more about what that is in a second, you know, it's already really low. So it's really easy to get pulled even further down, like the spiral of unhappily ever after, which I talked about in the previous episode. And it's going to feel like what you're experiencing in your love life is only ever getting worse. Like there's just less and less quality men to date. If you meet anyone at all, like the dates don't go anywhere. It feels like things are just utterly hopeless. You know, even when I talk about this, it's like that feeling like you're in this vice of just when is something ever going to change? It is just awful being where you're at. So if you scored like self-love, say what in the, in the self-assessment or sort of self sort of self-loving, so many S's on the self-love self-assessment, then what I've just said, what I've walked you through about what you're experiencing, it's going to sound really familiar, isn't it? So the absolute biggest mistake and the one that like 99% of women make from this place is thinking that the relationship will sort all of this out will make all the stuff that you're experiencing right now. It's like the thing that's going to cure it. You know, having your dream relationship is the key to your happiness, which makes logical sense, but it ain't how the universe works. You know, likely you've heard of the law of attraction and there are 12 universal laws, you know, all that have their origins in ancient cultures. There's evidence in the Bible, all kinds of things. And they simply describe how life happens, how it works. You know, the law of attraction, it works really nicely with the law of vibration that we're all made up of energy, energy that's in a constant state of motion, a motion that's determined by vibration and like attracts like. How you feel, so how you feel is literally your energy in motion. And how you're feeling is what you'll attract into your life, not the other way around. So it doesn't matter how much you want to have your dream relationship, how much you're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be so happy when I have that. You will always attract what you're an energetic match to and your reality will never lie. Like it is the most handy tool there is to bring awareness to where you're at self-love wise. Like if you don't like your reality right now, then have that be your clue to look within and see where you can be more self-loving you know, which is exactly what this is. whole series is designed to help you do. So if you're feeling unloved, unappreciated, unseen, alone, then what you're going to be experiencing from that place, from how it is that you're feeling, the energy that you're putting out into the world, it's going to be like not attracting any men into your life at all or men that don't seem all that interested, that aren't all like communicative, you know, they don't take initiative. They're not initiating contact in any way, shape or form. They don't... Leave you on red for days on end. So have a think about it now. How are you feeling right now? And who are you attracting into your life right now? It's no mistake that it all seems similar. (laughs) The law of karma is also really important to understand here. That whatever thoughts or energy you put out, you're going to be getting back, good or bad. And then from a more logical or like less woo-woo perspective, if you're not taking care of how your feet, how you feel, then it honestly it just becomes really challenging to interact with others with love, understanding and compassion. You know, this has been <laughs> one of the biggest learning curves for me in my relationship with my husband. You know, particularly when our kids were little, like babies and toddlers, and I was in that like exhausted haven't slept through the night for months kind of a stage you know and i also am someone you know i know a lot of people relate to this like really find it hard to ask for help you know to meet my own needs or to say okay i'm struggling here i need a nap you know big lack of self-love there but i'd be really tired cranky teary emotionally like all over the place and then just take it out on my husband who comes home from work and he's like what the hell is happening You know, as opposed to appreciating my needs and saying like in a more mature way, perhaps like I'm just burnt out. I need some help. How can we help? Like, how can you help? I need some more support here. You know, and obviously over the years he learned, he'd see me like that and be like, okay, go take a nap. You know, let's get you sorted so we can kind of move on from there. You know, which I also never loved at the time. I must say, I'd be like, take a nap. But even think about how this might have played out in your previous relationships. You know, I know for me too, I was coming into so many relationships feeling unloved. Like this feeling of like this relationship will finally be the thing that makes me feel loved. You know, hoping the relationship would fix that for me. Fix that feeling of feeling unloved and alone and all of that kind of thing. And then I get triggered so easily. Like I remember one boyfriend told me he was coming over to spend Friday night with me. But then something cool happened at his work. They did something amazing. <laughs> I forget what it was. And he's like, I'm going out to celebrate. And I was so hurt by that. You know, it just caused this big old fight and destroyed his celebration as well. That kind of drama in relationships is a sign that you're not taking care of how you feel. And when your happiness becomes dependent on the action of others then honestly, you're at the mercy of things that you don't control. It's giving your power away and you end up triggered and in this like really emotional state, unregulated state where you make decisions and have interactions with people that aren't, they're not coming from that place of I'm so excited about you and the work thing and we'll catch up some other time, you know. which is what you know a loving relationship is all about. You know, it's really important to know that when you're not taking care of how, you're, how you feel, then you're also sending this un- message to your unconscious mind that how you feel doesn't matter. That then your unconscious mind takes that on as it's designed to do, and it makes sure that that is then what you experience. You know, another reason why you end up attracting all the kind of people that leave you feeling unloved, unappreciated, unvalued, insignificant. So what happens when you start taking care of how you feel? <laughs> The freaking magic of self-love takes over. Obviously, you start feeling better when you start looking after how you feel, taking responsibility for how you feel. You feel better, which is what you want. Like you don't want to be feeling all the pain and suffering in the way that you're feeling right now. Or it's like, I'm so unloved. I'm so alone. I'm so insignificant. All of that stuff. You know, it's just you've been thinking it's literally that just that you've been thinking that the relationship is the thing that's going to bring you relief when in fact it's you that is going to bring you relief when you start taking care of how you feel. You also won't be as triggered by things, by friends getting engaged, you know, the comments that your family make about the fact you're single, you know, when it doesn't work out with someone, it won't send you into that like tailspin of despair for weeks. Because your emotional state is regulated and you know how to keep yourself regulated. The people in your life will notice a difference in you as well. You know, someone who's actually going through release yourself now reached out the other day and she said this to me. You know, a couple of friends have said that I'm really positive and glowing in the last few days. I know that this is working, which is amazing. It gets you out of that fight flight response as well which is exactly where you're at when you're feeling worry, anxiety, fear. And from there, if you're in that place all the time, like if you're in this like kind of low grade stress response all the time, then everything you do do from that place, your entire focus is on survival. So if you're feeling like crap, let me just tell you that what you're doing is only keeping you stuck where you are because your focus you cannot focus on the action that needs to happen in order for you to thrive and have your relation have the relationship that you want it's just going to keep you stuck exactly where you are like online dating even though you absolutely hate it you know that's not going to get you into your dream relationship but you cannot focus on anything else when you're in this state of like fight flight stress response feeling really really crappy and when you restore your emotional or energetic state back to peace, calm, security, love, happiness, you know you get out of that survival mode and you can focus on actually thriving, then, you, then that's when you become creative. That's when you get, become connected with your intuition, which means that the action that you take to find love from that place is going to be vastly different from the action that you're taking now. You know, you ain't going to be listening to mainstream dating advice. You're not just going to be online dating because you don't know what else to do. You're going to be attuned to all the other ways, the infinite number of ways that love can come into your life. You're going to be attuned to the way that your dream relationship is supposed to come into your life, which means you're going to get vastly different results than what you're experiencing right now. And you're also, when you're feeling regulated emotionally, when you're taking care of how it is that you feel, you're going to be able to communicate so much more effectively. You're going to show empathy. You're going to be understanding, compassionate, caring. You know, you're going to be more likely to engage in healthy behaviors. So not picking those kinds of fights like I talked about. You know, no more doing those things that you regret the next day, where it's like for sending the walls of text over explaining yourself, getting mad about something stupid like I did. And from there, your reality is going to change. You're going to start to experience the magic of self-love. And to what I'm now into what I'm most excited to walk you through, how you actually take care of how you feel, like what this means you do. Number one, first of all, you have to understand how you feel. And this is where real raw honesty comes in, like facing the stuff that is not that comfortable, And the thing is that most people don't have a clue how they actually feel. You know, firstly, because 95% of what's happening within you is unconscious, so you're not actually aware of it. Until, of course, you meet me and I show you how to become aware. (laughs) And you may also be like me and say, but I don't have anything. This is what I was very good at doing up until like fairly recently. No, I don't have anything. I had this great childhood. I'm not carrying any around any emotional anything just want you to know that if you're human then you are and if your reality isn't what you want it to be then there is stuff there there's a new way for you to look after yourself to care for how it is that you're feeling like you cannot fool the universe by putting a smile on your face being like yeah I'm fine (laughs) your energy does not lie your reality does not lie so if it's not what you want it to be then it's time to really start to look at deeply Like get real, really, real, really honest about how it is that you're feeling. Get curious, become aware of how you're feeling. And if you don't do this, then you're going to stay stuck in those patterns, you know, where you like the patterns that you're probably stuck in now, where you only seem to attract the same kind of men, (laughs) the emotionally unavailable, the non-committal guys, you're going to be freaking out about running out of time to find love. You know, you're gonna have those relationships that all end in the same way: the disappointment, the constantness, the constant, you know, feeling alone and insignificant. It's just gonna keep happening. It's also important to note that everything that you're that you're carrying right now, all the energetic emotional stuff, it's also literally taking up energetic space. Your energetic space. Kind of like. What your wardrobe would look like if you've never cleaned out your clothes say you've never done like a big old clean out or you haven't for the last 20 years or something like that you know there's no there's all this stuff there that's serving no purpose you know it's just taking up space and there's no space for anything new to come in you know and then your dream relationship comes along like in the form of the most epic designer dress it doesn't want to be squished into a wardrobe of you know party dresses from your 20s that you no longer wear you know it wants space it wants to be taken care of you have to create this energetic space for that beautiful incredible amazing like designer dress worthy relationship to come in and this is why release yourself it's this energetic emotional clearing out and then this like continual process to care for yourself. It's a non-negotiable first step when you want to work with me and probably one of the most powerful steps that like too often gets forgotten and overlooked when it comes to, you know, everybody talking about manifestation and how to bring something new into your life. You know, this is the kind of, I suppose it's really uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) it's simple but it's also uncomfortable getting really real and honest about how you feel and so most people go I know I don't want to do that I don't want to do that I'll just move on to the next step and then wonder why the relationship can't come in it's because you're carrying around you got that wardrobe filled with clothes that you don't need anymore you know, the pain and heartbreak from previous relationships, resentment that you have towards someone from your childhood. Like this stuff is the stuff that you have to look at. You have to clear out. And then you have to keep looking after yourself and taking care of how you feel daily from this point forward. You know, and perhaps it's not as fun as creating like a vision board or doing what other, whatever other rituals like manifestation coaches will tell you to do. But it, I guarantee you, you skip this step and you won't ever have your dream relationship. This is like prerequisite. <laughs> you want to work with me? We're going there. So how you get really real and honest and clear about how it is that you feel and all the energetic stuff that you're carrying around right now? So there are two exercises inside release yourself that support you in doing this. You know, it, these are the questions. Like I said, there's so much of this that is unconscious. You're not actually aware of it. You know, I actually went through this process inside Release Yourself a couple of months ago and it's something that I'm now doing every month. It's insane the stuff that comes up. Insane the stuff that comes up. (laughs) Where you're like, I had no idea. I was crying the other day. But releasing the fact that I felt really sad about my brother who didn't have a really good time at school for a while. Like I had all this emotion related to that that needed to come up and be released. Anyway, these two exercises inside release yourself, you know, one of them is really getting into that unconscious deep stuff, that deep stuff that right now is keeping you from your relationship. But I ease you in, first of all, with a daily practice. And this is a daily practice. Everybody that works with me ends up with a daily practice. I have my own daily practice. This is how you take care of yourself. You know, it has this really handy tool to gauge where your energy is at. You know, this daily practice, it is 100% essential. It is the most powerful tool out there because your energy and how you feel, it shifts day to day and throughout the day. So when you're bringing this awareness to how you're feeling, like consciously through a practice like this, and then you're taking action from there to take care of whatever, wherever you're at, you know, you can support yourself then you don't take like the icky energy from yesterday, you know, even that presentation at work that didn't go so well. You don't, you take steps to clear out that energy, to look after how it is that you feel and then you don't take it into the next day and then into the next day and then into the next day. So you get stuck in the patterns, those patterns of the spiral of unhappily ever after where it's like, I'm taking the same anxiety about not finding love. I'm taking the same pain from the previous relationships. I'm taking the same feeling of being unloved day to day to day to day to day to day to day and then you wonder why you're stuck in this pattern it's because of that the daily practice that everybody going through release yourself creates is the thing that stops that happening it starts to break that pattern so the second insanely powerful exercise this is one that i've newly added to release yourself and this is something that i recommend now i've been doing it monthly i recommend everybody does it monthly You know, just to clear that deep, totally random stuff, you know, that I wasn't aware I was carrying. Like I said, you know, a lot of this kind of random, it was so surprising. And I've had so many experiences like that. I'm like, wow, there's some powerful emotion attached to this. You know, all the the women inside Release Yourself who've gone through this have found it super enlightening as well. You know, someone said she had all this sadness come up about a previous relationship that she never actually allowed herself to feel when the relationship ended because it was just too much. But she's now going through that process to release that. So yeah, it pulls out exactly what you need to focus on clearing, healing and releasing specifically for you. These are some really powerful questions that get into the stuff that you're not yet aware of. So then step number two, obviously then, is about taking action to care for how it is that you're feeling, to clear, heal, and release all the stuff that's coming up for you. And when it comes to doing this, like most people either don't take action or they only really take the surface level action that's really often just like externally focused. So like, I feel sad, so I'll go out and have a night drinking and dancing with my friends. Or I'll try harder online dating so I find the guy and feel loved and then everything will be okay. Or I'll go back to my ex because that will give me some comfort at least for the night, <laughs> which does nothing to actually clear, heal and release the, the emotion or the energy, you know, that's there. So nothing in your love life is actually going to change and you'll stay stuck in the spiral of unhappily ever after. So there are actually 40 practices inside release yourself, even more than 40 around about the 40 mark that fall into six modalities. So there's energy clear Energy healing and clearing, and this is working specifically to clear that lower vibrational energy from your energetic being. There's neural energetic encoding, and this is the most epic practice that actually creates lasting change by working directly to release stored emotions from your unconscious mind. So we go into your unconscious mind and release the way that you've stored emotions there, like powerful practice that creates lasting change. There are a number of somatic practices as well. These are epic <laughs> that work to clear emotions or the energy that you're storing using your body. And it speaks directly to your nervous system. So it gets you out of that fight or flight response, your sympathetic nervous system, back into parasympathetic nervous system activation, you know, where you feel safe, secure, loved, all of those kinds of things. So then you can focus on thriving. You know, it gets you out of survival mode. There are grounding practices which use both a combination of somatic and energetic practices to get you out of thinking, over, sorry, out of fear, overthinking, worry, anxiety, insecurity. So you establish that sense of safety and security, you know, and from there you're able to thrive. You can take the action that is those scary steps outside your comfort zone. And these are steps that are essential because your dream relationship ain't in your comfort zone. Then there are practices that... That focus specifically on healing, you know, any pain that you might be feeling, hurt, disappointment, sadness, like healing all of those wounds that you're carrying so that they no longer hold you back and like trigger you. And then there are the connecting to love practices, and these are a combination of energetic practices um, and also taking practical action in your life in your life. So I am all about integrating these practices into your daily life. Like once you've done the big energetic clear out. You know, it's then about really starting to bring love in, re-establishing the connection to your connection to love, getting you into the energetic vibration of love so you can attract more of that into your life. So how does it all work? I get, I totally get even talking about that. It can sound totally woo woo, like, okay, I'm going to be doing all these like weird energetic practices. My absolute superpower and the biggest gift I have, I think is taking this woo-woo seeming energy work stuff and making it insanely practical and really easily integratable into your life. So say, like just to walk you through an example, say you discover that you're really, really angry at life for the cards that you've been dealt. And I have had a lot of this where it's like, this is so freaking unfair. Then what you do is you go into the specific section of release yourself for clearing anger, rage, resentment. You know, you let your intu- intuition guide you as to the best practice for you, you know, my, because my favorite practice for clearing, edit, for clearing anger, sorry, it may not be the one that you resonate with. So there are, I think there's about 20 something practices inside that section for clearing anger, rage, and resentment. You know, you complete the practice, you see how you feel, you might try out one of the other practices, you know, and then perhaps integrate a supportive practice into your daily routine. You know, one of the connecting to love practices. Once you feel like the anger has been cleared. And as this process continues, so you're checking in daily with how you're feeling. You're taking care of that using the library of tools and practices and techniques that you'll find, you know, then doing the big kind of monthly check in saying, okay, what's happening that I'm not really aware of, you know, and then using those tools, the library of tools that you'll find to clear, heal and release whatever comes up. You know, and I want to make this really clear. It sounds like it's this huge process, but it literally, my daily practice, five minutes a day. Five minutes a day. If I have something big come up, I might do two practices, maybe three, depending. But it takes no time at all. And the impact of this is absolutely astronomical. And it becomes easier the more that you do it. It becomes like second nature. It's like, okay, I brush my teeth. I concentrate on my energy. Where am I at? What do I need to do? How do I need to support myself? It becomes easier. And the more you do the big energetic clear out, the easier it becomes. You know, I now am at a point where sometimes I have something come up like frustration. I can let it go in that moment. I don't need to spend 10 minutes doing a practice. You know, when you really get to that point, that's the place that I want you to be at. This really empowered, like empowered place where it's like, oh, something just came up. Somebody said something, I got triggered. There's a thought and this is what I'm feeling. I'll clear that boom and I'll go on my wary way that's where the place where I want you to be because at that place when you're in that place and you're feeling really good most of the time that is when things start to click into place for you and even just to give you an example I was working with a one-on-one client last year Sarah and she'd met this incredible guy like awesome guy at her work know but had all this anxiety come up as we often do you know when you're in that kind of is this where is this relationship going I don't know where it's going is are we official are we not official you know and she started to have this anxiety come up and and felt him pull away you know he wasn't as responsive or wasn't initiating contact as much and we had this big conversation she's like I feel all this anxiety (laughs) like I'm just and I know it's not helpful but I don't know what to do with it you know, so I directed her to a couple of practices inside Release Yourself. She's like, oh, like, and it's amazing when you do these practices, like just you have the immediate like internal kind of shift where you're like, yes, anxiety is gone. I feel so much better, you know, and so she did this practice. She did two, uh, one practice twice and she said the next day was completely different between them. You know, he was back, friendly, talkative, all that kind of stuff. A few weeks later, she'd met his parents, he'd met her parents, he told her he loved her, and they now live together. This is the power of this work, really taking care of how it is that you're feeling and saying, okay, I'm feeling all this anxiety coming up. How do I need to support myself so I can have what it is that I want? So I can be at that vibration, my energy can be at that place so I can attract what I want into my life. Like, I want to remind you again, the better you feel like we we love things to be overcomplicated (laughs) when in fact it's so freaking simple, the better you feel, the closer you're moving to love, the better you feel, the closer you're moving to love. And this isn't to say, I think a lot of this message gets put out there and and then kind of misinterpreted, I suppose, as like, just keep the smile, be positive, put the smile on your face. That doesn't work if you've got like anxiety, you're holding on to all this crap. Like I said again, the, the universe, like your energy doesn't lie. You cannot fool the universe by slapping a smile on your face and pretending everything is okay. It doesn't work. You can't fake it till you make it. You have to do this deeper work. You have to get uncomfortable. You have to be really real and honest with yourself. You have to let yourself feel things. You're human. This isn't about not feeling emotion or being angry ever or being sad. It's about meeting yourself in that place and giving yourself a hell of a lot of love. Like you're feeling really sad. You know, I had a day the other, no, two days ago, just frustrated, (laughs) just irritated and frustrated. That's how I woke up. And it was like, okay, I'm not going to hate on myself because I'm feeling this way. This is how I'm feeling. How can I support myself? you know, be that partner that you want to have, you know, like my husband, okay, you're cranky and clearly tired, go take a nap, I've got this, it's like meeting yourself at that place and saying, well, what do I need, what do I need right now, how do I release this frustration, you know, I went and took, I told my kids, husband wasn't home, but I was like, just give me five minutes by myself, I needed that kind of space. So it's about really starting to take care of yourself and appreciating how it is that you're feeling. It's not about just slapping that smile on your face and faking it till you make it. It's about really meeting yourself and saying, okay, how am I feeling and what do I need? How do I support myself through this? You know, and I think the other awesome thing about this is that when you're checking in with how you're feeling, like you can literally track your progress to where it is that you want to be. If you start, like you know, and I've, I've, I have felt this even in just going through this process again, myself, I'm always going back through this process. It's a never ending process. But even in the last couple of weeks, having released a lot of stuff that I wasn't aware of, like I am different every day where I'm like, Ooh, feeling so good. I'm at a higher kind of energy. I'm feeling more playful. I have more energy to be more creative. I'm not so down in the like, which I didn't realize I was in <laughs> until I went through this process myself um, a couple of months ago, which is why I've done a huge, big updates coming to release yourself. Um, I also want to say too, like even just talking about this, like just saying, okay, the better you feel, the closer you are to where it is that you want to be. I also want to say it's highly likely that your mind is going to try to fight this as well, like that so that old patterns that we have where it's like life has to be hard. It has to be a struggle. You know, this is a big, like having a dream, your dream relationship is like this big, complicated thing. So therefore, you know, the solution has to be big and complicated and hard going and fight it out and blood, sweat and tears kind of a thing. You know, we have so many people have this idea that life is supposed to be hard and a struggle and full of suffering. But I want to come back to this, like, I feel like it's like the universe wants you to know. God wants you to know. You weren't put here to suffer. You were put here to feel and experience love. And it's literally sometimes as simple as that. This is how it happens. There's this awesome quote from Einstein. Am I going to stuff it up? I didn't write it down, but it's coming to me now. (laughs) When the answer is simple, God is answering. When the answer is simple, God is answering. And it's so true. Feel good, you'll find love. So right now, I want you to start becoming more aware of how you're feeling. So you get a sense of what you need to release, clear and heal in order to have your dream relationship. So I'm actually going to walk you through part of a practice called the Karma Cleanse. You know, which is an energy clearing practice that we do like straight up inside Release Yourself it's like the big wardrobe clean out. And as the name suggests, it relates to the laws of karma, like what you put out, you get back. So this is all about changing what you're putting out. So you start getting back what it is that you want. And you'll actually feel an immediate effect when you do both parts of this practice. So right now we're just going to focus on the awareness part of this practice, not the clearing. But people have said like, this is part of a I mean, the Karma Cleanse, you'll find it in a bunch of my programs and things. But like people feel immediate shifts with this practice. You know, somebody said, I'm still feeling great days after doing this practice. Light, happy in such a great place. That was amazing. I'm up at feeling love and joy for the first time in so long. This has given me so much hope. I feel a new sense of freedom and calm, relaxed state of being with genuine hopefulness. Like this is what this practice and it takes like 10 minutes to do. This is the kind of energetic shifts that you want to start to feel, you know, this is your goal in taking care of how you feel and then maintaining that through your daily practice. So you become a magnet for what you want for that dream relationship to come into your life. So what I want you to do right now, so we're just going to start the first part of the karma cleanse right here, right now, press pause, go grab a piece of paper and a pen and make sure you're sitting somewhere quiet and comfortable. So like I said, right now, it's all about bringing awareness to what's happening inside you. So if you've got your pen, paper, sitting somewhere comfortable, I just want you to close your eyes. Take a beautiful, big, deep breath in. Big, deep breath out. And with your eyes closed, I want you to look up in between your eyebrows. And as you do that, feel yourself connect to the light. And as you do that, this beautiful white, sparkling, healing, loving light comes down from above. Touching the top of your head, floating down your face, bringing this incredible sense of warmth, of light, of love, of healing, of peace, down your arms, to your fingertips, down your torso, your hips, your legs, your feet, till you're completely surrounded in the most loving, warm, white light. And in this place, just start to let yourself fully relax. Just be. There's no need to do or say or think or anything. Just be. Let your mind go wherever it wants to go. If your body wants to move, let your body move as well. You might want to stretch your neck. Move your arms. You're in a space that's free of expectations. This space is safe. There is nothing you need to be or do. Just be you. And from this place, surrounded by this beautiful light, I want you to ask yourself, to ask your mind, your body, your soul, what is it time to let go of? What is it time to release? What is it time to be free from? And then just start writing down anything and everything that comes up. Doesn't have to make logical sense. Just allow whatever comes up to come up, writing it all down without judgment, knowing that it's coming up for a reason. Perhaps you're ready to let go of the struggle, the feeling of frustration, the sense of exhaustion. The pain that's in your heart from holding on to a particular person, reliving a situation from your past. Perhaps it's the self-criticism, feeling like you're not enough, that you're not good enough for love. Feel into everything your body is telling you to. The weight on your shoulders, the tightness in your jaw, anxiety in your gut, the tightness in your hips. Just keep writing until you feel like you have everything written down. And once you feel like you've done that, take a big, beautiful, deep breath in and look at what you've written down. Because this, my beautiful friend, is exactly what it's time for you to let go of, what it's time for you to release. Like that hot air balloon, that weight that needs to be released so that you can rise. So I'd love to know what's come up for you, if you've had any new insights. And I'm not going to leave you hanging with all that stuff there. (laughs) If you want to get into the second part of this practice, you know where we get into the super fun part of releasing and letting go of everything that you've written down, then you can actually find it inside release yourself or the link in the show notes as well. I've done a special second part for you guys listening to this podcast. And if you want to dive, if you want any more information about release yourself and how you can dive into this process of truly taking care of how you feel, you know, this process that is the first step in creating that deep transformational self-love that makes having your dream relationship absolutely inevitable then there's also a link in the show notes for you to get everything that you need to get inside release yourself literally today. So like I said, release yourself is step one of the loved up effect for a reason. Like this has to be what you focus on first, as well as something that you continue to focus on from here on out, both because then you become this energetic match to your dream relationship and you're able to have that relationship come into your life. But it's also because you have to clear out this big, heavy, emotional stuff that you're carrying before we can get into step two, which is rewiring your unconscious mind to be self-loving. You know, to have those empowering and loving beliefs about yourself, about love, about life, about your future. You know, so you see yourself as someone that is worthy of love and that can have her dream relationship. Again, At the moment, all of that, like you're not actually aware of it because it's in your unconscious mind. But if your love life isn't what you want it to be, then that says to me loud and clear that there's rewiring that needs to be done. And we all have this and it's something that continues as well. So if you're someone and you doubt that you'll ever have your dream love, like you have all these doubts. You feel like no matter what you do, there's this like brick wall stopping you between you and your relationship. It's like you can never get any closer to it. Like no matter what you do, how hard you try, like just everything that you you experience remains the same or it's getting worse. Then I want you to know that there are beliefs like unself-loving beliefs, you know, ways of seeing yourself that are misaligned with your core values. And that have to be rewired in your unconscious mind in order for you to have your dream relationship. Because what's happening in your unconscious mind will always determine what you experience in your reality. And this is exactly what I'm going to be walking you through how to do in the next episode of this series. Until then, though, get into the next part of the Karma Cleanse. The link is in the show notes. And even better, get yourself into release yourself because the faster you feel good, the faster you will find love.